survey, excavate, partake, and conversate on passions, concepts, hobbies, and philosophies with the crew at Hub for Hubba. Prepare to be introduced to your next obsession. Hey, welcome to Hub for Hubbub. I'm Corey, the Wood Tier Guru, uh, and I'm here with Alex, the Amazonian Dick Swimmer, and our guest today uh, on our podcast today about glass blowing is uh, I am Sandwich Man Sam, and I am the blower behind Sandwich Man Glass, or otherwise known as SMG. Right on. Um, uh, glass blowing is definitely a topic, or an interest that I've had at some point. Um, I looked into it a few years ago because it was uh, like a, a crafting hobby that I was interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, like I have a fair interest in cannabis and uh, I collect a good amount of glass and uh, being able to do uh, create that kind of uh, artwork uh, and like functional artwork is something that I've uh, definitely been interested in. Mm. Um, what got you interested in glass blowing, Sam? Uh, well, kind of like you, you're saying, you know, you always collected glass. You've looked at it as, as more of like a craft skill and just following, you know, glass artists on Instagram, whatnot like that, always collecting glass myself. Just eventually I started seeing more and more, you know, as I got deeper into the interest of it, seeing people actually sitting behind a torch and just going to town, whether it's, you know, somebody who just started or somebody, you know, who's, who's been in the game for years, if not decades. And, you know, over the course of a couple of years, I started looking more and more into it. Like, you know, how do I, how do I do that? How do I get into that? And probably over the, the course of like a year before I made my decision, like, all right, I think I'm going to buy a glass torch nice. at some point. And, uh, yeah, man, it was just a, a long process behind that. And one night I kind of got a little inebriated and woke up the next morning realizing I had spent almost three grand on a glass torch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of inebriated, uh, here's a heads up. We are... Uh, at least some of us are uh, not entirely sober for this podcast, so uh, this is going to be an interesting journey, and we'll see where it goes. Oh yeah, we may degrade a little bit more on the way down. <laughs> Very possible. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I was looking into it, uh, I was uh, the two biggest uh, hurdles that I was looking at as far as glass blowing was definitely uh, getting the equipment to even get started, mm-hmm. um, and that's primarily because of uh because of costs yeah uh, most definitely that's what that's what was behind it for me as well yeah and then uh and then uh, ha- actually having a place to have a workshop right like uh, i don't have access to a garage which uh i feel like is where most uh hobbyist uh glass blowers work out of which uh, is funny enough like you know, I'm not even there myself because I've only been in it for a couple months now. I'm still learning. And when I first got the torch, I actually had it set up at my ex-girlfriend's house. Mm-hmm. And she used to have this just old school like wood burning stove. I want to say from like the, the 20s or 30s type deal. Like just this crazy, you know, heavy, Fucking iron thick. box. Yeah, that's what it was. It was cast iron. Just this <laughs> gigantic stove, right? Like the size of, size of this table here. And um, I just took a C-clamp. Because normally, you know, you're supposed to bolt your torch down or clamp it down securely to your to your table or whatever you got going on in your own shop. And I just use a C-clamp and put it on the edge of the the oven because where the big cast iron plate on the top, like, came out, there was probably a good, like, inch little lip between the, like, the wall of the oven, you know, where the, the thing came out, I guess, or the... Yeah. Whatever that top piece is. <laughs> And you were using the uh, you're using this uh, like old wood stove for uh, your furnace. Not even. I was just, just using table? it to hold the. the oh, it's just your table. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I didn't have like a shed or like a garage at the time, you know. So I just needed some place to put it, and uh, I figured, well, you know, what could be safer than this big ass cast iron stove? Because I don't want it like you know blowing it inside on a wooden table. You yeah. Know, something drops all of a sudden. My table's on fire. Like. It's- you know, also, I had never done this or, like, really seen it live. Are you fucking winging it? 
pretty much so i was just like all of the worst possibilities went through my head i was like well what if i'm like inside and like my tank blows up and i blow up and you know like the whole house goes to shit like at least if i'm outside covered in fucking shrapnel yeah something man like i was just trying to keep it as safe as possible and then once i got more into it now i have a better idea of like the type of setup that i'm gonna need that's cool what do you like what do you like what's the shit that you like to make so right now i'm still actually teaching myself how to do it um like there's a few dudes who can who can teach you and whatnot uh Uh, somebody i've actually been meaning to subscribe to he's got like one of those patreon pages Uh shout out paul taylor glass uh that dude's awesome man he's all about like just showing people how to do it and spread the knowledge and whatnot that's fucking cool and uh he even says like on a couple posts you know here and there he'll be like hey like you know if you have this one lesson that you really want to see but you can't afford the the monthly cost like I'll send you a link and you can go ahead and watch just that one. Oh lesson damn! For so free. he's like actually just like if you're a fucking hobbyist and you're yeah. trying to get into this, like I will facilitate you. Yeah, no, that's fucking cool. The dude's super cool, actually. Like I, I've asked him a couple questions, you know, like when I when I need to know something. Yeah. Um, Did he respond? Yeah, he actually responds fuck? and everything. That's man. so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a super cool individual, and it's so weird because like, you know, like it, it, I try at least, and I hope a lot of other people try. I think they do. To spread, you know, love, not hate type of deal. Yeah. And all this man is trying to do is just, like, show people some knowledge, you know, hopefully teach somebody. No, fucking cool, dude. And, like, like, when he first started doing it, man, I remember this fool would, like, he'd, he'd repost, like, DMs people would send him. And they'd be, like, threatening him, like, all sorts of different threats, man. Like... You're doing fucking secrets. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you're, you're revealing all of the trade secrets. Oh, like, people hell. are realizing that, it, you know, you can do it, too, at your own house. <laughs> fucking... What? Why would you try and restrict people? Like, right? that's... I feel like... I mean, like, I know people, like, make bank off of it and stuff like that. Like, with super fancy shit. But for, like, simple stuff, like, I'm surprised the hobbyists that have mm. gotten pretty all right. Like, this Taylor Glass dude. Yeah like well that's cool awesome. too so he goes from like like you know in his lessons of course he starts out you know for somebody who just got into it with real basic stuff and yeah. then he himself is also you know of course an artist and he does you know tutorials on how to do more complicated stuff oh that's cool yeah 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 dude like i mean i definitely understand like wanting to keep uh like trade secret secrets mm. uh like secret to a certain extent like if, if you have this if you have this thing that really sets you apart from like what everyone else is doing sure mm. but like restricting restricting like base level people uh like douche yeah yeah i mean fucking exactly. douche. <laughs> nobody it, for for the most part right uh people that just randomly get into a hobby um or anything like that uh they're never going to get past anything other than like an amateur or an apprentice level yeah right yep. like they're there to have fun. They're there to enjoy it. Maybe they're there to like make a small amount of cash on the side. Mm-hmm. But like, but like for a master glass blower to be worried uh, or insecure about what like low level glass blowers could be doing. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a fucking check yourself and like actually like uh, like improve yourself before you're worried about like putting down others. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely, man um yeah so you talked about paul taylor glass which is a great resource uh to learn apparently and mm-hmm. that's primarily with his patreon does he have a youtube or anything like that uh i believe he has a youtube i'm, I'm not so sure how active he is on the youtube uh just because i'm honestly not that active on youtube anymore now that i got you know spotify premium and whatnot it's pretty <laughs> nice sure but um i definitely know that he has the instagram and it's just at paul taylor glass it's like paul p-a-u-l uh taylor t-a-y-l-o-r and then just glass all right one on. word. Hmm. Uh, what other resources are you looking at uh, in order to uh, further yourself in this hobby? Honestly, man, I don't really look at much. Like pa- to, the hand, hands-on is a great way to do it. Sometimes yeah. you just got to teach yourself. That's kind of how awesome. I thought about it. Like when I when I got the torch, you know, like I told you, I had a, a wild night and ended up waking up realizing that I had got the torch, <laughs> and like of course I was super excited, you know, but I, don't I did really it. Remember. Yeah, exactly. Like finally, cool. <laughs> me. But also, shit, I pulled the trigger. Whoa, nah. you know. Um, and one of the things that actually convinced me was like him starting to show like tutorials and whatnot, you know. And I was like, well, like in in my head, you know, like here and their thoughts not like a real you know i'm thinking about this all the time type of deal but yeah. like if i'd see him post a tutorial i'd be like well like i could theoretically get a torch and just 
pay this dude a monthly subscription or like watch his his videos here and there and you know go at it and just have like a fun little hobby yeah sure. that's fucking wild though like what's the difference between like a glass torch and the, like a regular blowtorch because um, I, I don't know shit yeah so, i mean i've got a i've, I've got a blowtorch right here that's basically just for uh basically like plumbing blowtorch or whatever yeah, that's, a, that's a that's a benzo torch right yeah so with the glass torch you're running off of both a fuel and a propellant okay uh one of those you're basically just running off of a fuel like say you're you know you're smoking concentrates and you heat up your nail with a torch right that's just a butane torch or a you know camping propane torch yeah well with the uh with the glass torch kind of like a welder you know you use like oxyacetylene or various different gas mixtures in a in a welding setup sure same type of deal with a glass torch um i'm just and don't you know don't quote me on this but I'm pretty sure that the just the oxygen propane mixture allows for like a good good heat temp and whatnot to keep it consistent. Right on. Cool. Um, so what other uh, now I know that you need a fair number of like other tools and that kind of thing, things to actually um, manipulate the glass uh, because you don't want to be touching that shit with your fingers. Some oh, yeah. No, I, I've actually done that twice now. <laughs> um, that shit sucks. Fuck. Um, does it stick to your fingers like you think it would or does it? Just um, well, it depends how you want to end up touching it. Like the <laughs> first time. um I was just moving it around, went to go look and grab something. And then as I brought my hand back, I just I accidentally nicked my knuckle with it. And it wasn't, you know, super, super hot. It wasn't like white hot just yet, but it was, you know, oh, it was shit. red and glowing orange. Uh, you know, motherfucker was warm. And uh, that one hurt pretty good, but it was just more of like, you know, it's so hot. It just kills your nerves. And you're like, oh, ah, ooh, that, that sucked. And yeah. you go back at it. And, you know, a couple hours later, you look at it and you're like, oh, damn, that's Got a big a blister. blister. Yeah. And then the second time I was doing it, uh... I don't even know how it happened, you know, like, I, I guess I had to see other glass artists going through it where, like, the rod will break on the piece that you're working on, and I got this fucking thing white hot, man, and it was, it was probably, like, a point four to a half inch in, you know, in height, and about the size of, like, a silver dollar piece, so this thing all white hot, you know, I, I don't know the exact temperature, but the thing was, hot was as fuck. warm, you know, exactly, <laughs> And, Don't uh, touch that hot. So I'm going to move it around, right? Spin it around and whatnot. And the rod just breaks. But I'd been working on this piece for like two days. So I was like, the fuck? I'm letting this thing go down. And just instinctively, like that was the instant thought. Not like, oh, that's really hot. I should probably just save my own ass. Yeah. Well, the thing snaps off. And as it's falling, I like went to go catch it with oh, my palm. Fuck. And then like as soon as it hit my palm, it was so fucking hot, man. That like it was just hot potato. You know, it fell in it. And then I just instantly tossed it right onto the oven. It was just like you know like a little couple inches pop but did dude, it break no 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 it was so hot that it literally just hit the oven and then just kind of like deformed itself it uh, a little bit yeah yeah it was fuck, pretty wild dude. damn dude this sounds like a great opportunity for a disclaimer uh wear the proper ppe because hot uh, hot shit explodes sometimes yeah and uh don't touch hot shit well, the thing yeah. is with the PPE, right? Like, basically, what you got is um, make sure you got ventilation and, you know, wear some goggles. Because, hmm. yep. like, I, 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 to this day, have never seen somebody blowing with, with, like, you know, straight welding gloves or something like that on. Yeah, because you need a fair amount of dexterity in order to, like, yeah. actually manipulate what you're working with, And right? so, one time, I tried tried a pair of uh, a buddy's welding gloves on just to see, like, you know, I wonder if this will block just the ambient heat radiating from the flame. And it did. It was nice. But the thing is, you lose so much feel just in the rod. And I'm like, I don't it's really hard to describe. But like just the way that it moves around, not just in the hand that you're holding the piece with, but also the hand that you're, you know, you're shaping it with, or you're molding it with just the amount of just loss of feel. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, let's talk for a second about uh, y you've referenced this rod um, a few times mm -hmm. and uh, there may be people listening that aren't super familiar with the way that you actually manipulate glass while you're mm -hmm. working with it in a molten or a uh, soft form. Uh, now, the rod is basically a, an additional piece of glass, right, that is just sticking out from it for which you manipulate the glass right um so it depends on the piece you're actually working on so being fresh to this i've only tried fucking with hollow tube you know that way you'd make like a pipe or something like that out of a handful of times and without having anybody show me hands-on or watching enough videos 
I just don't understand that shit. It is hard as fuck. <laughs> um, so I'm still teaching myself, you know, how to mold the glass and, and make pendants solid objects, you know? And yeah. then eventually, once I have the just the basic hand yeah like because you got to know like how much give it has like i don't Mm -hmm. know shit about the different kinds of glass but like maybe different types of glass like you have to apply different amounts of pressure and most definitely i can uh, i can talk about that here in a sec um but yeah so for for what i'm talking about right now the rod itself you know you buy multiple different colors and say you're making just one piece and it's gonna have like some eyeballs and and a smiley face on it right sure you can take one color rod and for the main part of the head and face you know just like where you're gonna start poking in for the eyes and make the smiley face Uh you know where you're gonna add the features you make it as you know just one solid color you can add color and whatnot once you mix it and have a a solid main piece but it pretty much all comes from the original rod that you just bring down to size and then shape out to what you need Hmm. and then from there you know you you can add your your accents to it and then you add you know other rod colors and the rods come in all various different uh diameters there's like six mil four mil 12 mil it all varies for what you're trying to get into with it right on like how much does a rod cost i mean i assume it Mm. fucking depends and there's like yeah but like if you're broke as shit like so how much would like some shit rod you could get yeah, so I made that mistake once, um, and also it was a, just more of a lack of knowledge than a mistake of me buying it. Yeah. I, you know, was looking up, just trying to find some good glass rods on sale, and uh, I neglected to click in the Boro rods. You know, there's different types of glass, of course, um, just like with any craft, you know, different materials and whatnot. Uh-huh. And um, I accidentally clicked on soft glass, and I had never used it before. It's a totally different type of type of flame working. And I got it, started working on it, thinking it was Boro, and uh, it just... Started dripping or something? Uh, no, so it, it did this weird thing, like, and I had never seen it before. It was, like, my fourth time ever blowing, you know, like... <laughs> I mean, not fourth time ever on the torch, but, like, fourth time I'd ever ordered rods, you know, and, and reloaded myself. And uh, I went to go hit it and just start heating it up, you know? And this thing, like, as soon as I put it in the torch, just started, like, sizzling, almost. Like, it made a sizzling, crackling noise. And, like, disintegrated? Pretty much, but it started like blowing up like like a little firework. It looked kind of like a Twizzler. Oh, you know, like or not a Twizzler, like with a, a spark, yeah, little sparkler. Yeah, yeah, you know how those things are just like. Yeah, it looked like that, but instead it was like really hot glass that hadn't heated up. Like you know, the point it's burning you, but like it was hot when it was hitting me in the hands and like the forearms. Yeah, it's like little fuck is going on. Yeah, and like I left it there too. I was watching it. Was like I'm like oh ow oh oh that's kind of hot and it's still going and naked. Yeah, exactly. And then I finally moved it away because like in my head, like you know, I was I was kind of. Maybe there. I should take this thing that isn't performing how I'm expecting it out of the fire, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, at the time, I was curious to see what happened. <laughs> hey, you're already there. Yeah, yeah, man, exactly. Like you already bought it. It was you're like, right. well, um, I got to figure out how the hell I'm going to work with this, right? Yeah, and the reason I had got that that particular glass is it was it was cheap. It was like yeah. between two dollars per rod, and like I think the most I paid for a rod was like seven bucks. It was um, it was it was like a a persimmon persimmon sunset i believe the name the color name was and also mind you if you go on and you look at raw colors Uh, the names they come up with for these colors man because think about all the combinations right they can't just go oh blue light blue this is purple yeah this is amethyst hippo nipple like yeah some just wild shit man and then other names are like real basic you know there's cool names and uh i think that yeah the most expensive rod was like seven bucks some shit like that but generally, all the other times I bought the Boro glass, I'm going anywhere from, I think the cheapest rod I got was like $4, something like that. And then the most expensive rod I, I bought, uh, I believe just the single rod itself was like 18 bucks. Okay. Something like that. I don't, yeah. Like, do you have to like hold the glass there for a minute or is it kind of like a quick thing? Um, like you just fucking like hop in the garage and you're like, all right, I'm going to dick around for like 15 minutes. Like, can you do some shit in 15 minutes? You can definitely minutes? do that. Yeah, you can. You can definitely, definitely do that. Um, if you want, you know, of course, like you can hop on it and depending on what you're doing in 15 minutes, you can crank out something really, really cool, you know. But in general, I would say like I'm usually sitting on the torch for about 45 minutes to an hour. Hmm. it's you know like the same with any hobby you know like you gotta you gotta sit down you gotta prep you get everything ready and you sit down make sure everything's good double check it real quick go at it and then you know just kind of get lost in it because like any hobby you really love you just yeah you just stop paying attention to everything you're just focused when you're having fun pretty much and like i've gone 
to the point where I'm just going on the torch. I think the longest I've ever been on the torch was like two hours. I went through like almost half a bottle of oxygen. I was like, dude, I just refilled this motherfucker today. <laughs> damn. And um, yeah, like the sun started setting and I was like, damn, I don't have enough fucking light out here with like this one light on the yeah. porch type shit, you know? So I, I had to quit at that. And then generally all the other times, like lately when I've been on the torch, it's just like, you know, I, I know I got to be somewhere in a little bit. So I know I also want to do this. So I'm going to sit down a lot myself, you know, 45 minutes. But really, I like set a timer, you know, for 45 and an hour. Mm-hmm. That way I can have like, you know, five, 10 minutes of prep, five, 10 minutes, you know, clean up. And yeah, you dick go. around time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the last pendant I made was for somebody and I took like two and a, two and a half days doing it i mean i don't even say like full days it was just you know three days that i did two days 45 minutes and then the third day i just added some accents to it and i don't think like in total clean up and set up that's kind of like cool you can minutes. make like a big fat ass project and just kind of keep sticking shit to it and like pretty much yeah, yeah. fuck that's kind of cool yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, that's really cool um i know when i was looking into uh when i was looking into glass blowing originally um i was looking at like the best ways to learn and that kind of thing. And I ran into several opportunities for like apprenticeships and that kind of thing. Uh, and uh, was that in San Diego? Um, I don't actually think so. I think the apprenticeships that I, that I saw were primarily in Arizona. Okay. Um, uh, but like they had like full on like classes and then, uh, and then like they fully like train you to be an apprentice to like pump out like solid, uh, like fancy, solid, legitimate pieces. not like fancy shit. They're like, they're like, it's more of like a like a professional apprenticeship. Like where you could sell like, a pipe for like fifty bucks, exactly. and somebody would feel comfortable paying fifty bucks for it. Right, but even more than that, it kind of looked like a lot of a lot of what they were doing was um, like kind of like that basic like ten dollar uh, ten dollar shelf uh, mm. at your local smoke shop oh, yeah. that has oh, yeah. like uh, that has like all your hand pipes and that kind of thing. Shit, man, I've gone to the same smoke shop. You know, I I can't you know since I was eighteen. Let's say I've gone to the same smoke shop since I was eighteen. And, um, dude, they're legally, the, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, um, shout out those guys. You know, they always keep it, keep it 100. They're awesome people in there. It's run by a family and whatnot. But, uh, they've always had, you know, like they got their, their $10, they got their 15, they got their 20 bucks. And you can go in there and, you know, honestly, if you give them 20 bucks, you spend like five, 10 minutes looking at a pipe, you're going to walk out with some sick shit. Yeah, dude. That's dope. I've got, I don't I've... even know how to fuck, like, you could even make a pipe. Like, that shit just sounds complicated. Yeah, yeah. That's also one of the cool things that, like, I was thinking about, you know, when I was thinking about getting a torch initially. I was like, dude, if a homie has, you know, like, a rig or something or, like, a bong with, like, you know, a stemless setup to it. And just, like, the connection breaks off, right? Like, I think we've all had it where, like, you know, one of our pieces tips over and just, like, the downstem breaks or just the bowl. Like, just, yeah. you know, some simple shit. The whole thing doesn't shatter. And I've done it twice already. Uh, one was with a pipe. and The bong the- healer. Yeah. Literally, man. <laughs> That's cool. Literally uh depending on it like you know if the connector the little like weird looking thing that the bowl or uh, your nail fits into or over if that thing is solid like just the connector all you got to do is just either repiece the pieces together that are big enough or you just get a new uh tube connection and then just re re uh reattach to, like the connector for your bowl or your that's your cool piece. you could like fucking stick some shit on your bong too like you make pendants you just start sticking mm-hmm. them on your bong that's fucking cool dude the first thing i ever made actually was this little and it's it's somewhere in my car man but it's this little tiny thing like this it kind of looks like a piece of toast from like far away it looks like a piece of toast with like butter or something right you know like jimmy neutron's hair sure. yeah it looks like a piece of toast with like jimmy neutron's haircut okay. oh fuck it yeah and uh when you like actually you know like pick up and look at it it's just this little square. It's this this crazy purple that uh, it started out as like a clear yellow. And when you hit it with enough heat, it eventually changes color. Hmm. And I just made that little base square. And it's, you know, it's about the size of like a cinnamon toast crunch piece, to be honest. Okay. With like a little tiny nipple out the back of it that was the, the connecting rod, you know, holding onto it. And ever so slightly with all of these random little scrap pieces that I had, I just put two little eyes that don't you know match at all they're totally wonky it looks like somebody is like googly eyes or some shit kind of yeah but it's not that drastic it it honestly just looks like somebody is pretty fucked up and is just looking at you all wonky right Hmm. and then the smiley face uh also has a tongue coming out of it and the smiley face kind of yeah and like you just started out and you can already 
fucking make little pieces and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, That's pretty cool. Like, that was one of the first pieces you ever made. That right? was the first piece like me myself ever made. Yeah. Um, I just I turned on the torch and it was already getting dark, but I was like, fuck it. Like I'm I just gonna stick some shit. Yeah, together. I, this shit came in the mail today. I gotta set it up. I'm gonna see what happens. And I think I did that. You know, in I don't know, probably like 15, yeah, actually like 15, 20 minutes. Damn. Yeah, just like something neat enough that I've had and like people see it and they're like, dude, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like you made a yeah. thing. It's not like a chunk of shit. It's yeah. like there's a thing. I mean, yeah. it's pretty ugly. I'm not going to lie. I mean, whatever. Like, but it is, it's, it's so ugly. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, if it was just on a, you know, no, no color bong or like something, you know, with mild color and it just had that single little smiley face poking out. Because the, the nipple on the back of him, he would stick out of whatever you mount him to, about sure. like a half inch, three quarters of an inch. So he would be a pretty defined piece on something. And I've just been kind of saving him until I, you know, either have like a pendant that would look cool with him or until I get the ability and learn how to manipulate tubing. Sounds like a good opportunity for a logo, my dude. Yeah, I was thinking about that, man. I actually, I was tossing up the sandwich idea with the sandwich face, right? And like, Man, I think I was, I was probably like 18 or 19, right? I used to have this big, bright red ski mask. Like this three-hole fucking ski mask. And uh, I've got this one picture. like, And it was funny, too, because like, I would never really wear it just because, like, oh, it's cold. Like, I'm sober. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm pretty good. And I'm like, I'm going to put the fucking ski mask on and have <laughs> some fun. And it was so weird because, like, I would go to, like, parties type shit. You know, like, I went to a Halloween party one time and everybody was looking at me like, what the fuck, who is this guy? And then out of nowhere, like, I'll come up to you and be casual as fuck. Like, yeah, like, you're oh, not hey, even wearing I'm... it. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, hey, how you doing, man? Like, what's up with you tonight? Boop, 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 boop. And it's they like... just, like, you see them for a solid couple seconds. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, is this dude, like, about to ask me how my night is and then fucking ask me for my wallet after that? Yeah. Type yeah. And then eventually I'd just be the casual dude in the ski mask, man. It was Whatever. actually pretty funny, right? Just to see people's reactions. Yeah, dude. I've been in places where you need to wear a ski mask because it's actually that fucking cold out. Yeah. Uh, it literally doesn't ever get that cold here in San Diego. Well, actually, I had the ski mask out a couple times. Like back in the day when I used to live at my dad's house, uh, he lives over in, in Crest, right? And I swear, man, it was it was like sub 30 degrees out there on the hill because, you know, all, you know, El Cajon's a big, big bowl out here. And, you know, you guys know where Crest is. Yeah. It's like this big mountain, you know, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, basically tucked back at the back of this big bowl. And at the start of the bowl, there is a big open valley where the freeway comes in. And at the end of the valley, the same freeway rolls all the way around the circle uh, of a crater city. And Crest is the mountain that's right there on top of the valley. And all of the wind, you know, from the from the sea breeze and whatnot, late night, just comes straight through the bowl and up the mountain. Dude, that Fuck. motherfucker gets cold out there some nights. I'm not going to lie. It also gets really hot. But I remember being a little that's kid. That's like stick. Yeah. I was out there like, you know, San Diegan classic, you know, like, yeah. well, I don't have any cold weather clothes. So I'm going to put on like a pair of like, you know, basketball shorts, like boxers i'm gonna put on some jeans and i'm gonna put sweatpants over all that shit i'm gonna wear like two hoodies a sweater and my fucking biggest jacket <laughs> i'm out there looking like the kid from a christmas story you know yeah robbie or whatever it's like a penguin yeah 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 you know, he rolls down the ground he can't get up like a turtle <laughs> and um that was i think the only time where i was like okay it is legitimately so cold that's actually why i bought it actually um I was smoking outside like late night after like everybody would go to bed, right? So I didn't get in trouble. And um, one night, like I had all these free points from like shopping at this store, and I saw it. Like I had never used these points. Decided to check it out, and it was like a limited edition, like one of 150. And, oh. and I was like, "Fuck, it, I got enough points." Boop. <laughs> and I was like, "It's been cold out, you know." Like I bet that would actually ah, help right now. Need. The weather warrants yeah. this purchase. I mean, you know, I was I was pretty feeling pretty good when i made that decision because i was thinking like when i saw it i was like when would i ever actually use this and i was like well late night like you know i'm all bundled up i'm warm i got some gloves on i got my beanie like the only thing that's fucking cold is like my face <laughs> i was like that's <laughs> problem solved boom and it's bright red fuck right yeah dude end. but um back we kind of got sidetracked with that one yeah um, i don't there was a bit of a tangent what are we talking about yeah. uh, <laughs> well that that tangent actually is really good because it uh, transition us, uh, transitions us kind of into talking about the relationship between cannabis, weed, and um, uh, glass blowing. Because I think there's definitely a pretty significant um, cultural influence there from stoner culture Dude, on glass blowing, right? That's what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the logos. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, that's where we came from. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, it, long story short. Uh, I got this picture and basically my mouth is open. My eyes are all wide and I've actually had a buddy who turned it into a cartoon and made like, you know, saliva and animation to the ski mask dude. And I think that would just be kind of a cool thing or like a sandwich for sandwich man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I wonder how hard it would be to like, I don't know fucking shit about glass blowing, but I wonder how hard it would be to like make a ski mask. I've thought about that. Like, I mean, not like one that you can put on your head, but it. like a pendant that kind of looks like my it. idea. I'm gonna trademark that shit soon. Yeah, I see y'all motherfuckers. All rights reserved. Damn it. Yeah, right. Come on now. <laughs> but yeah, um, stoner culture. Yeah, stoner right. culture and glass blowing. Yeah, man. Um, I find it really funny, like the way that even before I bought myself the torch and started going at it, how it's changed, right? Like initially it was just oh like you're a glass blower you make bongs like, i know that's like fucking yeah like that was the way i interpret it <laughs> right like you make bongs not art you know sure, people just always look down on that type of thing and now like the craft really has expanded so much and evolved so far that now i've seen a lot of people calling it functional art yep because you know like of course it is it really is art it takes yeah. a lot of i mean skill some to bongs do some look fucking do. super sick dude yeah yeah man they're they go for like pipes that have all the different colors and spirals and shit like right? that's super right? cool crazy opals with the yeah, implosions and you like have to know what you're doing to do that it's oh, not yeah. something you just like walk into and you're like oh shit i accidentally made this masterpiece bong like that shit like that shit looks like it'd be hard to make yeah yeah Loki, um when i actually got the the torch like i didn't know what to expect like i knew i wasn't gonna be like anything i fucking see on on social media yeah right? but also i didn't know that i'd be that bad <laughs> like dude, <laughs> that shit is hard man like have you guys like in high school ever did uh like ceramics no i never actually had the opportunity to do anything with like sculpture or anything like that okay, okay um at this point uh i have dabbled somewhat in like wood carving and that kind of yeah, thing yeah yeah um but uh other than that i haven't really done much with sculpture okay. or uh ceramics or uh anything that's like creating mm. something out of a moldable form well even even just building things in general right like for example you with the models and whatnot right yeah. like you know I'm sure when you guys first started on anything that, you know, you're able to build or really do anything, you're like, you know, you don't, you, you don't think you're going to be the worst ever, yeah. but you know, you're not going to be the best ever. You're just, you're hoping to fall somewhere in the lower in between, you know, some amount of like satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like I've, I've, I don't know about you guys, but I've had things where like, you know, I've, I've tried it out and sometimes I'm a little bit good. Sometimes I'm actually pretty fucking good at it and super surprised. But this glass blowing, man, it was the first time I ever got into something and I went at it and I was like. Like, after I made the piece, you know, I was like, fuck yeah, I got something. And then, like, I let it cool down and then, like, was able to pick it up. And then I was, like, super happy that I made something, right? Like, yeah. I, I fucking did something. But also at the same time, like, I was, I was had a few, you know, and was looking at it and just kind of thought to myself, like, damn, this shit is ugly as fuck. <laughs> hey, dude, like, what do we say all the time on this show? Yeah, it's like the first step to being it. good. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Go pound, ahead. Pound your face in, into the wall until mm -hmm. uh, you kind of get a little bit better at it, right? Yep. And that's kind of yeah. why I've held on to that that weird little self-portrait of glass in a way. Because I think eventually when I learn how to sculpt a really solid piece, um, and you know, maybe it'll come like I make you know, just a basic pipe, no design or anything to it, and just have some cool colors. I think it'll look cool. Or maybe one day I feel like I'm going to wait and till i'm able to sculpt some really cool artwork you know like something you would feel like posting on instagram yeah deal. and uh i think once i finally have that piece i know i'm gonna put it on i'm just gonna keep it for myself and that's gonna be yeah my that's gonna be your fucking, my thing you that's know? cool dude. dude yeah i've yeah. heard that shit like like with my model building and stuff like that mm -hmm. like everybody that paints is like their first model when you paint it, it looks like fucking shit like you oh, put yeah. the paint on too thick the colors are all fucked up you don't know what the hell you're I doing i remember my first model you go and buy like watercolor paint some yeah shit. Like, dude and uh they always say like like no matter what the fuck happens like if you sell your whole collection and get out of the hobby and then like maybe hop back into it in a couple of years like keep that first one that you paint because like it's just like fucking important like it's sentimental value. It brings yeah. you back to your roots. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, yeah. and like, especially Definitely. if you keep at it and like stop sucking dick at it. Yeah. Like you're going to be like, yeah. damn, look at this. Like, and then like, it's like your milestone of like from cocksucker to mm -hmm. all right. Yeah. And see that, that's the thing too, is like just going to like that point where you yourself see you as just 
all right, you know, because other people could be looking at it, you know, who've never even touched a glass torch. They just seen it on social media. Like, you know, a lot of us who get started in it or wanted to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they see like the level you're at and they go, whoa, dude, like that's so fucking cool. Like, wow, that shit's awesome. And then you're over here looking at also, you know, the same social media posts homeboys over here looking at. And you're over here like, well, it's just all right. I guess. Yeah, there's a piece over here fucked up. Yeah, like, you got yeah, your own. You know? I feel criticisms. like that's with any like artisan craft, you know, oh, or yeah. any type of thing really where you're building stuff. Like there's always going to be those imperfections that only you know about and really pay attention to. Yeah. You're your biggest critic. For yep. sure. I Most definitely, definitely. Hit, like, I mean, I build houses and sometimes I do a little bit finer woodworking than that. And I'll tell you what, dude, like when I look at something that I've built uh, or something that I built with someone, uh, I always notice the imperfections I because I was the one that was there and did it. I was the one that was staring at it from an inch cl- <laughs> an inch away from my face for for hours and hours. And I uh, like even back when I was doing uh, more art related things and doing um, uh, like painting and that kind of thing. Yeah. When you're like staring at like really, really fine, detailed things, uh you kind of get lost and you have a hard time seeing it. What's the phrase? Uh, it's uh, seeing the seeing the forest for the trees. Uh, it's kind of the reverse. All mm. you're seeing is the trees. Whereas when someone shows up, uh, when someone uh, that is less. Yeah, they're uh, soaking up the whole thing at once. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone that, that's less acquainted with uh, the project overall. Uh, like they walk up and they're like, looking at this from an overall standpoint this looks badass yeah you're like that's all i need yep that's all i need yeah pretty much and then like there's always the there's always the more critical eye uh people that are very familiar with uh what you're doing and that kind of thing uh, mm-hmm. can always come in and pick apart your work and that kind of thing but that's part of it and like you doing that to yourself and uh more experienced uh people and people that you respect doing that to your own work that's how you grow so yeah yep i mean fucking sometimes it's hard for me to like start painting again just because it's like i know it's just like my fucking hobby that i want to do and like but like there's like some fucking apprehensive stress because it's just like god damn it like i'm gonna paint all these fucking dudes because like i'm not painting one model which Mm. actually now that i think about it i should probably just paint one take your time Doug. yeah because like i'm like batch painting i'll get like 10 dudes and then I'll paint like their shoulder or whatever. Well, and are then... you painting like little basic like green army men, or are you painting like Gundams? Uh, they're like this tall. They're and then I have like detailed. I have like some shit that's an like inch this and tall, a half, two inches tall. Yeah, yeah. is it is it's it like, like my detailed like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it you know is it like detailed like you know hella detailed layers? Serious, okay, like yeah, they're yeah. like it's like super fancy model shit. Okay. So like you'll have like a dude like he's like this big. And, like, you'll have, like, ammo pouches. And, like, on the ammo pouches, there's, like, a little fucking button. And they got, like, boots and bootstraps. Like, their guns have, like, designs and, like, fancy shit on it. So it's, like, the adult version of, like, the Green Army Man. Fucking, yeah. Same shit. Hell yeah. Yep. Talking about 40K models here. Yep. 100%. But, uh... I never got into, like, the figurines. I always did, like, the cars or, like, the planes, helicopters, you know? Yeah, I fucking, like, um... Uh, like, 40K... Like, I played a bunch of the games, and then mm. I read a bunch of the books, and then I had some expendable income, and I bought some shit secondhand off eBay, and I was just oh, like, yeah. holy shit, the, like, the stillness it brings to my life, because, like, back then, I was living kind of fast and stupid, and, like, I was stressed as shit all the time. We've all been there. Yeah, and so, like, I remember there were a couple of days where I would have, like, the whole house to myself, and, like, I would go in the backyard and hang out with my dog and just, like, put together these fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I would put together these fucking, uh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I'd put together the models, and then, like, I would paint them, and, like, god damn, I fucking sucked at painting. But, like, it was just so cool to, like, stop doing shit mm. and, like, do something that has no purpose other than, like, bringing me peace. Yeah, like, nobody nobody even has to see it. It's just yep. something that you do to do. Yeah, it's just, like, so you're just, like, going at it. It's like doing karate in the woods. Yeah, fucking like nobody's punching see trees. Your form, you know, you're there's just... a wolf talking shit out on the hill. It's like, look at that fucking guy. Yeah, and then one day the wolf comes up and you're like, "What's up, dog? You want some of this?" Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, and that's the same shit with like craftsmanship. You know, like there is one day eventually where somebody's gonna see something you're doing and be like, "Whoa, look that that's fucking cool, dog." Yeah. And then it's such a crazy experience when that happens too, because like 
you know, this whole time you haven't shown anybody. You're just mm, over here. It's like, super oh, private. Not. Yeah, right? And then the minute somebody compliments it, it's like, wait, what? What are you talking about, dog? People being nice to me? Right. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Like, you, you definitely have to, uh, at, uh, especially when you're first starting out with something, do it for you. Don't yeah. do it for anybody else. Uh, getting started in a hobby is, it, it's not about bringing someone else joy. It's not really even yeah, about yeah. bringing, like, couple extra dollars to your pocket or anything it's about improving your life and i feel like that's the same with like anything you do really you know like yeah for a hobby like for sure breakfast you eat like you're gonna eat reese's puffs because your girlfriend likes reese's puffs like fuck no you can get your own bowl i'm gonna have captain crunch today or something yeah shout out that special k cinnamon pecan that shit is dude i swear (laughs) to god the cinnamon pecan special k bro that shit it is better than i mean it, it it's like right there on my list with reese's puffs but you know dude better than any cereal out there and you take such a fat dump like the next morning it, it's great like it's a healthy cereal you know i fucking <laughs> i what's that one called what's the one where it's like a bunch of different nuts and shit and like it's got all different kinds honey of bunches c- of oats no not honey but oh wait nut cluster no wait, no that's like candy isn't it it's like a or like fuck. a gay orgy it's got like yeah <laughs> it, there's like chunks of like some shit in it and then there's like frosted flakes in it there's like slices of almonds what the fuck Wait, is so that like you called? know the the fucking that like knockoff chip that's like all the chips together is that munchies? yeah yeah like that, but of the cereal world yeah but it's like its own thing i fucking uh-huh. it may be honey bunches of oats and i'm just dumb as shit but <laughs> it's very possible <laughs> yeah is it like loose or is it like chunks uh there's like some chunks in it but then there's like frosted flakes in it. i don't know there's all kinds that of sounds shit. like a texture bonanza yeah no it's the shit like you're yeah. just like eating your thing it's like getting a crouton with your salad like you know oh, what i mean like yeah, you're just eating just salad and then like you take a bite of a crouton you're like oh damn that was a surprise Ooh, <laughs> yeah yeah all right let's bring it back to glass <laughs> blowing here boys <laughs> um, imagine a glass crouton like just make like a glass bowl of salad and like the fork you like take your head out of that would like be fucking like, like, like a bomb salad. Like you hit like a bowl and it's just like a like indented crouton. Yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah. Right. I've actually heard that. Uh, I've heard uh, when people are talking about glass blowing that um, I mean, at its core, you're sculpting, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. You're you're sculpting, and people people say that you're not sculpting necessarily with like a material as much as you're really sculpting with light when you're dealing with glass. With what, what again? With light. Hmm. Because glass is one of those... Uh, it, it's one of those uh, materials where uh, one of the cooler parts about it is that it is transparent. Yes. Right. Most definitely. And you're as long as you're with... using some opaque glass, because there, mm-hmm. there are solid, you know, where it's you can't see anything out of it. Right. Mm. But even with those, even with those, like, predominantly opaque pieces uh at least if you get them like thin enough and that kind of thing you can still barely make mm-hmm. out some light and when you're dealing with opaque uh it could be argued that you're dealing with uh you're like sculpting with darkness mm-hmm. right and there's there's also lines of different rod where it's it's essentially the same color right just in varying gradients where the first one you'll know, be like number one through five let's say and number one is pretty pretty opaque, you know. Like if you blow it out and you you move it around, it'll get you know, almost clear see through. But it will have that clear see through with just a little bit of the color haze to it, you know. Okay. And then like you can go up in the series, and it's just the solid color by itself. Like you're not seeing through it. It's just hundred percent that solid color. Hmm. Right. That's on. fucking tight. I got yeah. a, I got some shit too. What All you right. Got cool. On there? Uh, how? I mean, like this. This will be a quick one. Let's say, how did you find out about like glass blowing? You just fucking, you know. Uh, so I. I mean, not like the like, first time you've been around glass, but the first yeah. time you're like, damn, that that's fucking like this is how shit. what I smoke out of is made. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I had been, you know, I'd been smoking for a number of years, and I eventually one day, like, I actually, I really don't even remember like a definitive time, but I remember like there was, you know, a time Kinda span where I started shit. thinking deeper into it, like, where does this shit come from, right? And I can remember it was around. I can't say like a definitive year, but started hearing about all this this China glass coming out of these these websites, right? That had like lead paint and like just all of this toxic shit to yeah. smoke out of. And I remember like the first time I ever smoked it, it was like out of an Expo pen pipe. You know, like you take the ink out, you put the cap in with some foil, oh, shit. right? Like yeah, just, get a fucking Gatorade bottle. Yeah, man. <laughs> like you know. And then I graduated to real glass and shit. But 
I started seeing all that stuff like the lead paint and the the harmful chemicals in this glass and I was like dude like what the fuck am I actually using right now yeah and that's when I started doing like some homework and whatnot not even homework you know just like yeah you just fucking checked it. it out I was like where the Google fuck food? do yeah like where do pipes come from and it you know showed Pipe up, trees. like yeah lamp working glass working glass blowing and all this other shit and there's you know there's also machines that you can essentially like run a program on it'll make a piece by itself like you don't even need a human on it. Hmm. And that's you know, it's some crazy tech, I guess. But in terms of being like a glass head, you know, you with the collecting, like I really, truly value a handmade piece with even imperfections, because I think that shit is super cool to yeah, have something that only you have. You know, nobody else is going to have that piece or at least, you know, something similar to that piece. Yeah. And, you know, like the machine made pieces, I just I don't know, man. Like If you want to get like a solid piece, you know, for like a decent price, you can. But like in terms of like the glass collector in me i i really do value the handmade stuff that's cool I'm like yeah. not saying like i you know you got to pay like three four hundred dollars for a handmade piece cause shit, like i bought fucking ten fifteen dollar pipes that are handmade you know yeah as long as that shit looks cool i like it dope yep. uh let's see um another kind of basic one is like uh like what does glass blowing bring to your life you know what i mean like how does it affect you you know like what do you gain from it and mm-hmm. that kind of shit well, I mean, not not too long ago, like, you know, I was just finding myself, you know, getting off of work or on my days off, kind of either sitting there and be like, all right, like, what the fuck do I do? And then not really having a plan. So I just go you know, like waste away, like wasted youth type shit. Yeah. And eventually I started getting into more things like gardening of all things. Right. And I was like, you know, what can I do to occupy my time where it's not only productive, but it's also just calming, you know, like it, it eases my brain. It allows me to think and expand my thoughts as well. You know, yeah. it allows me to problem solve and you know, just do something. Give yourself some fucking time to be alive. Yeah. You know, just for me. Yeah, right. And like, just, you know, have something at the end of what I'm doing where I'm like, all right, like I did this shit. And it started out with like gardening and whatnot, you know, and then I got into the glass blowing and shit like that and started doing things here and there. Like I've always been into cars, you know, so just all these things together. It really just mellows me out. And just kind of keeps me on the on the right path from really just wasting time and doing shit that is yeah. otherwise unproductive. Sure, dude. Not saying like that's a bad thing or nothing, you know, because we all need days where we just veg out on the couch. Yeah, but, like, fucking sure, but that's not a lifestyle. Exactly, or it man. Shouldn't like, be a lifestyle. Yeah, you know, I, I I personally believe you can't just you know wake up, go to your you know five a.m. to whenever or nine to five, you know, whatever your schedule may be, and you just get off, come home, sit on the couch, and play video games. Yeah, like, take a shit, bust a nut, go to bed. Right? Like, you know, you're going to eat some microwave stove or mac and cheese, some yeah. bullshit. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Some people get by with it, but I don't personally think that's I need more in life than that, dude. Exactly, man. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, man. It just, it helps me, helps me stay busy. Plus, it allows me to create things, you know, for friends, people who want something. Yeah, no, that's a cool-ass it, gift. Yeah, it also, you know, like, being a- allowed to, to create things for people, I, in a form or in a way believe it inspires happiness right like i don't think you got to inspire happiness on in the masses you know to a hundred thousand people all at once yeah, yeah. like fuck it if i make one person smile who then you know he buys a piece of glass he's looking at it and he's like whoa this thing's so cool like how much man you know give him a deal on it he takes it and you know i think we've all had cool pieces before where we pull it out with the homies something you know at a party people yeah. have never seen it before and everybody all was like whoa bro that thing's so sick like where the fuck did you get that you know like I, I think at least I don't know about you guys, but for me, it makes me feel like, oh, shit, like, yeah, this is mine. Like, yeah, fuck dude, yeah this thing's cool. dope, you know, and I think if I can, you know, just in any shape or form, give somebody a smile to the point where somebody compliments them on a piece or something like that. That's in a way inspiring happiness, you know? Yeah, no, dude, that's a fucking good way to look at it, too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so what does your future look like as in terms of glass blowing? um like it sounds like your approach has been pretty freeform thus far mm-hmm. um just like trying uh, maybe not necessarily trying to reinvent the wheel or anything but mm-hmm. uh but at least like self-experimentation and that kind of thing learning it learning it on your own and uh really like gaining inspiration primarily from yourself and just like what you happen to come across right mm-hmm. um do you have uh, do you have plans for like the style of glass blowing that you are headed towards are you gonna uh, are are you planning on doing are uh, on like building your skills towards like primary like sculpting with mm-hmm. glass or um like 
uh, bong making or uh, no, like a specific style. You're exactly or like style yeah, goal projects. Like I've definitely seen um, uh, like there's this whole like subset of like lamps and that kind of thing that are just like absolutely incredibly mm-hmm. made with glass. And um, there's it, you can even get like incredibly like skillful with uh, dealing with like glasses that you would drink from or mm-hmm. uh, uh, actually fun time. fact. So, um, you know, fun fact of the day, guys, <laughs> if you haven't heard one already, uh, you know, like generally sex toys, right. Or like silicone, whatever type of fucking material, you know, well, you guys ever seen like a glass sex toy? Yeah, sure. Right. Well, that market, I guess I didn't fucking totally know. Thing. Dude, it's huge, man. It's fucking huge. Let me tell you. So like, this is probably like six or seven months ago now. Right. I forget the artist's name off the top of my head, but randomly he like he posted the dm like no no username or nothing but he posted the question asked it was like can you make a glass butt plug for me and sure as shit this dude like over the course of like you know a couple days or weeks however long he posted like him like testing out the idea and yeah. then finally he had like a solid fucking butt plug bro and like it was you know solid dense glass like this fool literally dropped it in a test video and it just bounced along the ground no oh, wow. so like you know i guess like if you want to Put this it's not going to break off. Yeah, right? You're gonna be, That's kind of important. You're going to be plugged that up. <laughs> um, and, you know, I started seeing him sell them, right? For more and more every time. And then I remember there was this one where it's just like the whole, like, I, I guess, like the plug part, like the cap <laughs> yeah, um, the, the is like all bit. clear. And then like the part that like plugs at the end that like, I guess somebody would actually see had like this crazy fucking rose in it. <laughs> like just yeah like a straight up little like detailed ass like designed rose very cool that's this fucking fool sick. sold it for 265 dollars shit that's fucking all right i'm getting like, it i'm glass blowing right you you're i mean this guy and he blows pendants I'll and pipes and the whole dildos, dude. venetian yeah. style dildos coming that would from be sam awesome. in the future <laughs> i mean maybe Moreno, man, like, if, plugs. if i ever had somebody who was like yo like my wife only uses glass like what you got for me i mean shit i'll try it out bro but uh, mm-hmm. generally, right now, you know, no expectations for the future or nothing. But I definitely want to set myself up in a nicer type of shop environment. Either build myself a, a shed or a room, or yeah. you know, set up in a garage. Um, once I do that, though, I really do want to learn how to start working hollow tube and just have a better understanding of the sculpting process and how to make you know the lines and the curves I'd like to get in into the the actual work itself. But something I haven't seen in a long time. Like, you guys ever used a steamroller? Like, just the words, like a glass tube that you cover with your palm. You light it like a pipe and then uncover your palm. That kind of steamroller, yes. Yeah, like a dry, like basically a dry bong, right? Dude, some of the times, like, you know, growing up, that was the craziest rush of, of, you know, shit that I ever had. I was like, this thing is insane. Straight to the dome. Yeah, just insane. Like, I've, I've never even used, you know, a bong like that type shit. And... I very, very rarely see heady artists coming out with steamrollers. Like, hmm. you know, now it's all into this, like, oh, who can we, who can make the craziest sculpture that, you know, you would never know is a bong or a pipe or whatever. Who can add, like, you know, the craziest details to it. But I think I just want to go with, like, you know, back to the basic roots, man, where it's just a glass tube with, you know, some cool lines, cool designs to it. Yeah. Maybe craziness in the future, you never know. Like, no expectations again. But I think it would just be cool to... Yeah. yeah, I mean, if make, you make America a smoke again with a steam. Oh shit! See there. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you can fucking just like if you can get some crazy ass designs in it, like you yeah. know, people are gonna buy it just because yeah, it fucking yeah. looks cool. Exactly, and it's you know, again, like you don't really see those in smoke shops, or at least I, I don't. I don't. You know, I hear people are like, oh, I saw one the other day, and it's like, okay, but did you really though? Yeah. And you know, I, I haven't seen one in a long time, and I think that would also be a selling point or just something that would catch people's eyes. It's like, whoa, what the fuck is that thing? Yeah, that's fucking tight. Yeah, yep. man. Definitely uh, want to th- find those, my niche. Those are definitely some uh, uh, big heckin' chunks of glass. Yeah. Yeah. A thick boy. A thick boy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my buddy, uh, like, senior year of high school, he, he picked it up from a friend that just needed some money at the time, and I think he paid, like, 30 bucks for this fucking thing, man. And it's, uh, it's like a bio green steamroller, and he's had it ever since. And this huh. thing, like, he used to throw it in his bag with, like, beer cans and, like, the whole fucking nine, man. And it was just so solid. Like, it's just a tube of glass. Like, unless, you know, you really <laughs> took it to, like, a brick and, like, smashed it. Yeah. It's right. good to go. But you're not going to just, like, accidentally fuck it up. Yeah. That's kind of tight. I like, love the look of them, too. Dude, stupid proof glass is, like, kind of important. Like, when I'm very, when I'm very. over at, like, a buddy's house, 
and they have like this weird fancy super thin bong i'm like dude I'm mm-hmm. fucking dumb. Yeah. I'm about to get dumber. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want this responsibility. Dude, I was I was actually surprised. Like I was telling you before we started this, uh, like a month ago or so, I fucking cracked a rib on, on my bong. I, uh, I went to sleep and I went to sleep like face down and woke up from like this Michael Bay ass dream where everything was blowing up around me. And I rolled out of bed directly onto it and uh, like... All I heard, man, was just the echo of my body through the oh, hollow tube, fuck. and like you know, the bong didn't even wiggle, man. No, like, like yeah. nothing, bro. No, it just was, like a like a fucking planted. stake in the ground. Yes, man. Yes, and like I said, my body took the hit that fucking day, man. Fuck. But as soon as that happened, I was like, "You are you're gonna be with me for a while." Yeah, no, there. you're a you're a good fucking yeah. bong. Yeah, right. Heavy solid glass is necessary. Yeah, yeah, seriously, dude. I also believe that's just part of like the quality of work that you're putting into your, you know, your pieces. Because not too long ago, I saw somebody post something, and they ended up buying a piece from another artist. And he gets it, and he put it on his scale, and he was like, "Dude, what the fuck? This thing is, you know, like only a couple grams type shit." Like he got it, and he was like, "You know, that crazy piece of art." He was thinking is going to be solid and hefty. But in reality, you know, if you put your cup down next to it too fast, it's going to chip off a piece of it. Damn. And he posted out and he was like, you know, I didn't even know some people do this. And like, apparently now I know some people just blow thinner pieces, but they are crazy works. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like kind of like fancy stuff. And like, they're like, oh, it's a part of it being fancy is like, it's also delicate. It's like, make it cool looking and stupid proof like yeah that's what i'm thinking just a solid tube you know like or yeah, like a it. solid pendant you know it's just something that like yeah, you, you don't really right see and then eventually i get good enough at it where it's like you know you only see it from me finding your niche is important most definitely uh okay uh i think we've been going at this for a pretty good long time yeah it's and time for a sandwich yeah dude it <laughs> has been a uh, a, a wild ride we we talked about glass blown we talked about how yeah. to get into it we talked cereal? about cereal um some dijon <laughs> yeah um all right sam where can, where can we hear from you uh so right now my instagram handle would be sandwich underscore man underscore sam just a uh, real basic just you know, sandwich man sam yeah and then pretty soon here i'm gonna be starting up sandwich man glass you know totally separate account and uh as soon as i get that one going i'm sure you guys will see that on the on the main page yeah i'll give it a follow be able to have people follow the actual company side of things then have yeah, my post your shitty ones too yeah, like, yeah definitely. like your little fucking like your toast i want to see the yeah, toast see I, I need to get really active on social media like that's something like it i sucks. lack on i yeah, fucking hard. i can't I just, it overwhelms me, dude. Yeah, right? Like, you're so busy doing one thing that, like, you get done with it all, and you're like, I do not want to take a picture of this and sit here for 20 minutes posting it. Yeah. Yep. But that's part of, I mean, if you're you're ever trying to, like, really grow or, or... Or if you're trying to grow your name or your company or your business or whatever, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of one of those, yeah. you, you got to do it in this day and age. Got to put the time in. Yep. Yep. And that's, you know, really, if you want to get into it, you just gotta put the time into it and just sit down and dedicate yourself to learning. Yeah. And yep. you bought your, you brought your fucking, fuck, what the hell's it called? The torch? Yeah, the torch. You yeah, bought yeah. your torch off of Amazon, right? No, uh, I actually bought it from a company called Mountain Glass. Uh, oh, okay. They pretty much supply, like, if anybody just wants to get into glass blowing or is curious, uh, you know, I'm sure there's, there's other sites. I know I looked at a few, but I can't name any off the top of my head right now. Uh, I know Mountain Glass has everything from like the basic tools to the nicer tools. Uh, I believe they also sell some glass. I've bought glass from them, I believe. And then they have a full range of torches. Everything from you know, like a little hand burner that you need to accent pieces with on your main torch, all the way up to you know like the GTT Mirage, which is like the you know that sounds fucking the tits intense. of the torches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I, I went with a GTT torch as well, but I believe it's like a step or two lower from the Mirage. But it, dude, that thing kicks ass, man. It's like low profile. It looks like a kind of like a Star Trek ship almost. Dope. Yeah. Well, cool. We got the fucking got how to get into it. Got got some that YouTube shit. Yeah. Of yeah. like people to check out. Uh fucking night already so yeah, dude, actually that's yeah what we get. uh paul taylor was actually on instagram i believe that's what oh, he's paul that's taylor where I see on him instagram. Most, most active that and twitter i believe okay my bad paul taylor instagram yeah it's uh, a paul taylor glass cool uh, and we got sam 
and that's what we got for this podcast. Sam, mm-hmm. thanks for being here. Uh, I know we already had plans to talk to you about cars here in the near future. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thoroughly look forward to that conversation. We should have a show on like just like food. Yeah, I'm, we, I have we got, a fucking... We got them coming. Okay, yeah, man, I'm There's all kinds. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Um, Alex, got anything else before we close out? Uh, no, I'm fucking... All right. Right on, dude. Uh, that's all I got, and here's the outro. Thank you. Have a good night. Night. Thanks for listening to Hub for Hubbub. We really appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed what you heard... Please share the podcast with your friends, as that is going to be the fastest way this podcast is going to grow. If you want to reach out to us, please do so at hubforhubbub at gmail.com. That's spelled H-U-B, number four, H-U-B-B-U-B, at gmail.com. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram, spelled the exact same way. Also, please be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that you get new episodes as they are released. Hub for Hubbub was created by Corey and Cheyenne, co-hosted by Alex. Periodically engineered and edited by Brandon. I have been your host and producer of Hub for Hubbub, and I'm Corey the Woodtier Guru. If you want even more content by me, be sure to follow me on Twitter at WoodTierGuru. That's W-O-O-D-T-I-E-R-G-U-R-U. Everyone else has opted to keep their personal social media private, and your discretion is appreciated. It's been fun. Check back soon for more Hubbub here at Hub for Hubbub. Hub for Hubbub is primarily for entertainment purposes, and as such, personal accounts or recorded events may be embellished or entirely fabricated. Content on Hub for Hubbub is intended for mature, discerning, and rational legal adults with reasonable senses of humor and adequate access to free will. Consulting an expert or professional in addition to utilizing personal research is not only recommended, but is considered necessary by Hub for Hubbub before anyone should attempt anything having to do with what is discussed or showed on Hub for Hubbub.